shop the other day and I said, can I buy a goldfish? The guy said, do you want an aquarium? I said, I don't care what star sign it is. <laughs> a very good evening to you, Mark. A good evening to you, Ben. And welcome to one of those weeks. Welcome back. Hiya, you all right? Uh, <laughs> well, we'll get into that. But um, a goldfish. <laughs> well, we could do with something to pet right now. But yeah, you know, welcome back and welcome to all our listeners. Uh, I know it's been a while again. We we both lead very busy lives, Mark, don't we? Absolutely, non-stop, fella. I, I can't believe that retirement's so busy. Uh, I can't roll on with the retirement. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> No, you enjoy life while you can, fella, because, uh, yeah, that old Grim Reaper's just around the corner for, for some of us. But anyway... Um, on a brighter note! To, <laughs> yes, I may have to dash off. You might have to do a little monologue, Mark, because my uh, mother is dropping a car, a car off for me soon to borrow right. for a while. So if I go quiet, then just do a monologue of some sort. Oh, just just like that. I'll just pick one up and just ramble on by myself, shall I? Absolutely. Um, anyway, how how are you, Mark? I'm good, thanks, mate. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, apart from you know, stressed and <clears throat> got lots on at the moment. I, I feel as though I'm in one of those um, circus tricks things where you know when you start spinning plates. Yeah. And they start slowing down, and I wish, oh, the one over there, yeah, and I run back and stay. That's what I feel like I'm doing. I'm spinning plates like like mad at the moment, just trying to keep everything moving and keep it all going, and hold things together. I know so that. We had, <laughs> yeah, we had our youngest move out last Friday. Did you, so, have, uh, did you and your best half have a party? <laughs> uh, we 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 had a, a minor celebration. <laughs> and it wasn't a celebration. That sounds wrong, doesn't it? Commiseration <laughs> celebration, it was. Yeah, sad, obviously sad to see him go, as it was when we saw our eldest one go. It's sad to see him go, but celebrating the fact that they're moving on with their next stage of their life, which I think is the main, main important Ab- thing. Absolutely. Yeah, and he's now got his little place, his little one bedroom house. He's totally happy with, and uh, hopefully starting a new job in September. So that's oh, another thing to look forward to. Wonderful. Any uh, anything good? Well, he. he he hopefully, he's going to be um, graduating as a qualified electrician, and then he'll be working in that field. Um, Lovely. So, yeah, hopefully he'll be able to pay for my retirement before too long. Well, everyone always needs a spark, you know. They do. They do that. So, uh, and he's he's been sort of training for the past two years, <clears throat> and it's been put on ice, but this new guy now has offered him more advantages and more benefits and more scope for his uh, career development. So yeah. uh, he's making a change, which is good after two years of uh, being in employment with one guy. So, uh, yeah, onwards well, and upwards, hopefully. That, we say. That's just what you need, really. You just need that that bit of um, boost, don't you? Just to, you do. You just need to get, get along. Well, I've got the job. Have you? Um, I didn't go get the job that I wanted, as I've mentioned before. But I got yeah. um, I got a green the assistant greenkeeper's job. I think I'm senior greenkeeper. That's good. Um, on on considerably on considerably more money. Good. So all bonus all round. Uh, everything 
And you can walk to work, which is handy, as your car's broken. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> if my car isn't broken, Mark, it's dead. It's a poorly car. It's a very poorly car, which we'll get into in a minute. But, uh... Well, I'll tell you what, if you want to go and get a Tesla, uh, they were doing, I don't know whether they're still doing it, they'll give you £2,000 for any running car that you can get there. So if you can just get it into them. I don't think it actually mattered what condition it was in. But I'm there you sure. <laughs> they definitely, Elon Musk would not definitely give me £2,000 for this by far. Well, that's what they said. Any car whatsoever, two grand. So There's a few red flags there, I think. So there you go. Good but, old Elon. But anyway, um, three. obviously, July has been a very busy month. We've had... Is my signal all right by any chance? You what, sorry? Is my signal okay? Well, I I can hear you if that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit I don't know whether they'll hear you in Australia, but you never know. <laughs> Just getting a bit of feedback, anyway. No. Oh. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I can't hear it. You can't hear anything. I can hear it so much. Whether it might come out on the recording, you never know. Yeah. Anyway, um, started off obviously my girlfriend's birthday. We celebrated yes. that. Uh, we went out for a few drinks. We had a date night. Then it was our son's second birthday. Yeah. Uh, which went really well. And cake, ice cream, games. And after that, everyone was throwing up. Well, well, <laughs> everyone fell ill. Believe it or not. And I was poorly. My girlfriend was poorly. Two other members of my family were poorly. What have you been feeding them? Well, we don't know. We well, my mum's had COVID. Right. I I was I had a chest infection. Um, but yeah, a few of the family members that were poorly. We we think it may may have been some something in the room that um, maybe it wasn't cleaned properly. You're not like that uh, Australian woman that's just in the news tonight, are you? No, uh, you've not heard about her, have you? No. That she's uh, killed three members of her family um, with a beef Wellington, <laughs> of all things, <laughs> of all things, uh, and she's proving that she's well. She's saying that she's completely innocent. She had no idea that these mushrooms that she put in these dried mushrooms that she put into her beef Wellington were poisonous. Uh, they only happened to be dead cat mushrooms, which are the lethal, most lethal mushroom that you could possibly eat, and. Uh, Three of her relatives went into hospital. They've died. Fourth one's in critical condition. Bloody hell. Alive. But the bizarre thing is, she didn't eat any of it. And yet... It was... <laughs> and the other thing was, it was her estranged, her estranged husband's uh, parents that came round for dinner to eat. And they were, she was having a sort of a semi-reconciliation. Uh, me thinks, hmm, as I stroke my beard. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder what, what's occurred. But, but the, um, police are, the police are still holding her as a suspect. And I thought, yeah, I bet they bloody are. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, the, the, the car died. Uh, well, ironically enough, we went to look for a new car yesterday. See, it knows. The car knows. And it's we, karma. The car we, knew that you were going to get rid of it, so we, it's going to play up. We went to a big car shop in um, Sutton Ashfield, and we went to... Afterwards, we went shopping. We came home, and literally, this feedback is really annoying me. <laughs> um, stop now. Take take one ear, Pete. Take just one headphone off one side. 
I'm not. I'm, I'm on loudspeaker. Oh, are you? That's probably why then. One sec. Um, we can't. We can't. It's the only way you can do it, isn't it? Put your headphones in. You can try your headphones. No, I'll just carry on. I'm sure they'll understand what we're saying. Um, yeah, there, there, there will probably be dogs and what have you howling around the, the country now. Oh, there is with the feedback that we can't hear. <laughs> but there you go. So when we got back and it literally broke down two minutes from home. <laughs> um, I had to cut, uh, we got all the shopping. I had to take all the shopping out of the car. I had to take James out, take everything out. We had to walk back. Luckily, we're only two minutes away. Called the RAC. The RAC guy came out and he straight away clutch is gone. So I found the garage this morning and he advised me it'd be fifteen hundred started. So I searched, scoured the internet today for a good deal on a car, found one. Um, I've just got to finish uploading some documents after I've spoke after we've done the podcast tonight and we should have it in a couple of weeks' time. You going for a new one? A... Uh, I'm not going for a brand new one now because where I am in my life at the moment, um, I'm going for it's a it's a 2014 Vauxhall Antara. Is it an Antara? Okay. It's a four before, pretty much. It's an SUV. So Jesus, you obviously like uh, burning fuel and hate the environment, then, do you? Well, still, we can't all afford electric cars, Mark. Well, if you want a Cooper. Brand new ones at the moment. They're giving you Cooper are giving you a thousand pounds towards your contribution, and uh, with a reasonable amount of deposit, you can have one for three hundred and seventy a month. Yeah, that's, that's way too much for me at the minute. But when you think about that, just wait up. How much fuel you'd be buying for your SUV, and how much you know? I was just trying to toss it up before, like three hundred miles in my old. Cash guy will probably have cost me about 55 quid, something like that, maybe a little bit more now as the fuel's gone up. This is when I had it two, three years ago, maybe about 55, so probably about 70 pounds now to do 300. It cost me about a fiver to do 300 now with electric. Well, I won't be burning much because my, my job is only five minutes away. So, and Charlie works local, so I won't, we, we don't use the car much. So, I can, I can, I can sleep safe, safe soundly at night. <laughs> yeah. So um, off-roading in your big SUV. Definitely not. I don't think. I don't know what. It, I don't think. It, I need to go and look. I don't. You need think, to go and see what you're buying, don't you? Really? No, I know what I'm buying, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not sure whether it's classed as a. Is it an MPV? An SUV? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'll need to look. I've got all the details on my phone, but they've since talking to you, they've all gone out of my head. So. Um, uh, yeah, we, we'll hopefully pick that up in a couple of weeks' time, which is good Very news. Good. Very good. Well, uh, the the, uh, the ruble has uh, rocketed, hasn't it? The inflation in Russia at the moment has gone up. <clears throat> now 100 rubles to the dollar. Well, 100.1, I think he said it was, something like that, to the dollar. Yeah. So, uh, the, but the Russians claim that their state of inflation is manageable and they're quite happy with everything and their country is doing exceptionally well. And they, Well, there you go. That just goes so, to show that you don't need the West's interference in any matters, yeah. do you? So, yeah. Whilst half of the party then are now concerned, well, it's because of, obviously, um, because of all the uh, things that they put in place by the, the Western world that the... Uh, Sanctions. There's sanctions, the word. Sanctions. sanctions. 
You know when your brain goes dead and something that just disappears? Sanctions. Yeah. There we go. Uh, the sanctions put in place, that's what's really hurting. That's what has been the root of this inflation. That's what the West are claiming. Uh, Russia are claiming no. So you see, you've got to listen to both sides of an argument, haven't you? Of course. Make your own mind up. And, yeah. that's, and that's you an art. Know. That is an art that's lost on the modern world, Mark. Yeah, it is. Especially, Cause... which will lead me nicely on a segue to Carol Vorderman. Now, I used to like Carol Vorderman. I like um, Carol Vorderman has been on a witch hunt of every single Tory MP this last year. I blocked her on Twitter because uh, she's so virtuous signaling. She's as bad as Gary Lineker getting, which, in fact, worse. Today, Carol Vorderman attacked the Home Secretary, Swella Braverman, mm-hmm. regarding the refugees and the boats and all this. And I'm thinking... Uh, Cara Alderman is a wealthy woman, okay? And along, with, along with Gary Lineker is a wealthy man. I, if I got my facts correct, I believe Gary Lineker is now taken in a refugee, has he not? I've no idea. I don't know. But I, I think because he had that much pressure piled on him after making his ridiculous comments that he took a refugee in. Now, today, Cara Alderman has attacked the Home Secretary regarding... The Home Secretary's status and the government's plans regarding the illegal human trafficking that's happening with the boats coming into the country. And Borderman has attacked the Home, Secret- Home Secretary basically about her plans. Now, this got me mad because Carol Borderman has no idea of what an average day in the life of the likes of you or I is uh, it's us that have to deal with all these problems someone rightly so on her commented on her Instagram post saying something about well why are you spouting all this off you're sitting in an ivory tower looking mm-hmm. down now this angered me and I don't like I've blocked Carol Waterman on Instagram I think I, I, I just completely disagree with it because it needs to be dealt with. It definitely needs to be dealt with because every single person on those boats has an iPhone, has a smartwatch, has trainers that I can't even afford. And it's if if people still think that they are refugees coming from wherever, then I think people need to look harder because this is human trafficking at its core. Well, um, I've got to disagree, I think, I'm afraid. Um, it's they're coming, well, there were Syrian and Afghans, weren't they, that actually drowned uh, on the last boat that came over. Um, and they are refugees, genuine refugees. And I don't know where how you know that they've all got iPhones and they've all got smartwatches, I don't know. Because, again, that can be good old Daily Mail propaganda that you've got to be careful about what you read with them. And uh... No, these were photos that had been taken by British Navy. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that they would all be on iPhones. They might have a mobile phone. Who hasn't got a mobile phone in this world nowadays, even if it's the cheapest, simplest mobile phone that you've got to have? But, I mean, those on the last boat that, that tragically, six of them, I think it was, was it six of them drowned yesterday? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And, uh, 
they were from Syria and Afghanistan. So, you know, two war-torn countries and they're obviously, they're desperate to get out of, of their countries. And it takes a hell of a lot to have to actually leave your home and go somewhere strange, go somewhere foreign. And when you go through the, I think through the tragedy and the trauma of actually leaving your home, you are seeking some comfort and some solace wherever you go. And if, if Britain happens to be the most comfortable country that you can go to, you want that. You want that security. You want that blanket. You want that help and that assistance, I think, when, you, when you've actually left your home. And I don't think, you know, again, they've rushed them onto this bloody barge, haven't they, that they've put people on, mm -hmm. and, uh, which wasn't deemed safe enough to put people on, but they've got to get them on there to show that they're doing something. Um, you know... <sighs> And that's wrong. So now they've got to take them all off again and get the whole place cleaned up, get rid of Legionella uh, before they can put them back on. Now, again, whether that's the right environment or not, I don't know. I'm not I don't have the answers. I really don't have the answers. I don't know what we should do. I do know uh, from the fact that putting them up in hotels, I don't think is the best use of money, because I think I think some hotels are now starting to be unscrupulous and putting people up. Because if you look, hotels that would traditionally be empty or whatever are applying to have refugees into their hotels so that they can just put a price on, put top whack on, yeah. and screw the government. And, and it's not the government, it's us eventually the taxpayer that's having to pay for this, which is staggered me when I read the other day that it costs us £6 million a day to keep them in these hotels. Now, again, that's that can't be right. That can't be right. That money can be better spent elsewhere but who is monitoring the hotel costs who is monitoring the these rooms that they're being put in well it's got to be it's got to be um it's got it's got to be a minister's job hasn't it well exactly and again are they doing it properly you know how many ministers might be um on chains of hotels you know how many have got shares in certain hotels i yeah. just i don't trust them unfortunately and i think there's backhanders going on because i don't think they can be anywhere near cost it should be costing six million i could believe if it's costing us one to two million pounds a day to put people up in hotels i don't see when you've got a blanket booking you know that you've got maybe 40 people or 40 families or whatever stopping in your hotel that you are going to be full up and that hotel for that length of time so you know that there's no special deals that you could do I I reckon they're charging them premium per night yeah. for the government, and they know that they're getting away with it. Absolutely. That, that's where it's wrong. That's where it is wrong. Not the people that are, are staying there. It's not their fault. They're just being told to go where they've, where they've been put. Uh, you know, so I think we've got to... <clears throat> we've got to be very careful, especially what the Daily Mail tells us. Uh, I hate that paper, and I hate it with a passion. Well, I don't, um, I don't read papers, Mark. I... I, I get my sources from elsewhere unfortunately they're like an incendiary uh and they do uh provoke people and um, unfortunately they tend to provoke people that that can't think for themselves generally yeah and are quite happy to be to be led led and that again is is bad there are other newspapers out there obviously that do the same like uh, like i say i haven't read it i haven't read a rag for years but, oh, I always do. I always read the newspapers. I always read the front pages. Anyway, they're great fun, especially but, the Star. But, you better have a look at the Star. Yeah, but do you agree? Do you agree with me that Carol Vorderman, before spouting off, stating facts, whatever she wants to do, 
should practice what she preaches, being in the position that she's in? I think if she is stating facts, then good for her. Um, she's if, a, if they a are facts. Point. <clears throat> well, I, I think, you see, this is the thing about Carol Baldwin. She is a very intelligent woman. And she would not be spouting forth information that she hadn't double-checked. She That's the thing about it. She is not a stupid woman at all. Uh, and she knows what she's saying. And every credit, I, I like Carol Baldwin. I'll say, I'm going to be against you, mate. But I do like her, and I like her rattling the cages of this government because this government are absolutely... A, they're leading us down a bloody garden path that suits themselves. And it's not good. And I don't think Labour can drag us out of it either. I don't know what the answer is. No. But it certainly isn't this government the way that they're treating us. They're just manipulating us left, right and centre. You know, Rishi Sunak, let's spend more money on digging for, well, drilling for oil and gas. Why? What the bloody hell's the point? Oh, hang on, yeah. Now, we, this is where it gets a double-edged sword. And I have to be very careful what you say. Because, yes, you go and drill for oil and gas and put a load of money in there. But I just went through the House of Lords. I don't know how many lords and earls and barons and baronesses there are in there in total. But over 30 of them had shares and interests in BP, oil and gas. Mm -hmm. And that's just the House of Lords. I didn't even do Parliament. I just did a quick look through to see how many people had shares. And these were, you know, substantial shares, I should imagine. But this is the other side of the sword, that if we don't support people at oil and gas you see people who are have got their pensions invested with international funds and one thing or another and you won't know it yet but your pension fund that you're putting into every month could be being invested in bp oil and gas royal dutch bp as it's a royal dutch shell or whatever it's yep. called now your your pension fund could be being invested in there so in a way you you don't know you won't know but if they then suddenly go belly up and they don't invest anymore, then your pension fund's going to suffer unless they can pull it out quick enough and swap it into something else. Exactly. So um, that's why I say it's this double-edged sword, and it's it's really difficult to say, yeah, they shouldn't be spending that money. But I believe that what they should do is look at it and think, yeah, we've got a lot of money invested in oil and gas. It's not the future. Let's put that investment fund now across, if it's a pension fund or whatever, let's put that into renewables because that has got to be the future for this planet. For for the human race to survive, it's got to be renewables because the planet doesn't care. Uh, the Mark, planet give a shit. Mark, sorry to interrupt. Could you go do your monologue? Because I've just got I thought I was through. doing it. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back, folks, in a couple of minutes. I'll leave you with Kay Flans and Mark. You see. I think that because of that, I think, oh, now you see, I've gone and lost my bloody train of thought. There I was on a right good monologue, a right good spout, and it's gone. But invest in renewables, because this planet does not care about what we do. It really doesn't. The planet will survive. The planet will go on renewing itself, going through its changes that it goes through. It will not, it will not need to have human beings based on the planet. We are going to make ourselves extinct. That's the that's the pure thing about it. Unless we do something now and start acting. I'm not with all the scaremongering. I don't think we ought to be scaremongering, but I do think we ought to be looking at what the weather patterns are doing and listen to people, listen to scientists, 
that understand what the weather patterns are doing, but listen to geologists, listen to people who've studied the planet, listen to um, those who, who understand weather patterns and know what's going to happen and know that the, the planet is heading for maybe a, a thermal warm-up or a, an ice age or whatever it's heading for. The planet is evolving and changing. Now, we've got to make sure that if the human race want to stay with it, we have got to adapt and change with that. We have got to move forward and go with that. We can't just stand still and be digging our heels and saying we're not going to do anything. So for me personally, renewables is the way forward. Invest your money in that. Invest our pension funds into renewables. Start changing where we put our money instead of oil and gas, which is going to be depleted soon anyway. And start investing it in things that will help the human race survive on the planet. But then again, you think, should the human race survive? What are we? I mean, we are literally a bunch of idiots. And I have to say that because we're one of the only species that will fight to kill ourselves for no particular reason, apart from gaining a bit of land or because we don't agree with a religion, because we don't agree with what, what God you're worshipping will go and have a, have a battle and go and have a war. Why? Why? Why are we doing that? I I don't know about you listening. How you feel about it? I love, what, love, drop us a line, ask us some questions, and that we can talk about. But it really is. It, it it's beyond me that that the human race is going to attack itself, and we can see now with wars happening around the world, with bickering. And I was just looking at. Ecuador yesterday uh, and the assassination of their leader purely because he doesn't agree with the cartels and the basically the drugs cartels that are in there and he's trying to get rid of it so he was assassinated now that is a shocking state of affairs where what is happening to this world where bad is overtaking good where the fact that being a drug dealer is going to be good in this world where it's going to make it and it's all about greed it's all about money everything is all about money and for the love of money is is evil isn't it um and we we need to look at that the way we go forward because that poor guy <coughs> and, I, and i saw his wife she came on with um, a bulletproof vest on and she had a, a, a helmet on as well when she had to give a, a talk about her poor husband uh, who'd been assassinated and them the girl who was second in command, she's going to go for running. She was stood there in her bulletproof vest. That is no way to be running where you are trying to change a country for the better to get rid of the, the, the low life, the drugs that will bring everybody down, that demoralizes and desanitizes and, and, and basically ruins a country when they start getting heavily involved with drugs it is just a sad state of affairs and they want to change that they want to make ecuador a better country make it improve and the fact that they're assassinated for doing that i think is 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 appalling i'm, I'm back i'm back well, you've missed some fascinating stuff there ben. i just it just sounded like it was really intense um it was I did a little catch, intense i did catch something about ecuador and i also catch something about peru but 
Uh, I'll let you. Sorry to interrupt. Mark. No, no, that Please was don't... that was just coming to the end of it. We've got to think about our. It's just on about the planet and how it doesn't need us, and we need it more than it needs us. And we Absolutely. keep saying we keep saying we're going to ruin the planet. No, we're not going to ruin the planet at all. You know, um, it will continue. But I've just had five minutes of that, so we, we can move on with. Um, have you seen Harry Kane played his first match? Oh, well, in I... Germany. Before before we just carry on, have you mentioned uh, Mau? Ma- is it Maui? In Hawaii. Oh, that's that is terrible, isn't it? Absolutely so, I, a beautiful tropical place in the world, and it has been devastated. It was you know a picture picture skew place, and it's oh. Well, can I tragedy. can I tin, can I tin foil hat it? Go on. So there's been pictures put out on Elon Musk's ex um, from residents in Maui. Um, uh, a, a ray of light came down from the sky and lit up and started the fires within where the, the fires have done all the damage. Quite a few people have gone on record to state that they saw this controlled beam of light from the sky. Oh dear. <laughs> it penetrated the ground and instantly started the fire. Now, the further tinfoil hat moment, it's terrible what's happened in Hawaii, absolutely devastating. Yeah, Oprah Winfrey, Bill Gates, and a few other multi billionaire celebrities have been buying up land in Maui, if I'm pronouncing this right. Yeah, and funny enough, all these so called celebrities, their multi million pound mansions have not been touched and everybody's pointing out well if it was a wildfire if it was a true natural wildfire it would have ripped through everything ah well there is there has been hasn't there because the um one of the the minister was on tonight talking and he said that over the next few days they're going to be digging out at least 16 to 20 bodies a day of people of being killed and that is that again, it's a tragedy. And then I don't know who it was, and I don't want to say the name, but somebody out of Fleetwood Mac has a very posh restaurant out there, and his restaurant has been. And I've, he came on and actually said, I've lost my restaurant, you know, that's it. And I thought, well, if you've earned enough money over your career to, to buy and run a restaurant in Hawaii, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it will be insured, and I think you'll be able to claim it back. And to come on and whine about losing your restaurant that's just making you even more money when there are people dying, I thought was yeah, a little bit low. Shouldn't have done that. But again, that's sensationalist journalism for you, isn't it? But um, I'll share these. I was meant to share them with you before I came on, Mark. These pictures of this beam. Now, they reckon this beam it is an actual weapon that the um, American military developed to target uh, and enemy, uh, enemies, right? Enemy bases, and it's this big, um, cylinder object that it's basically all about light, and it uses like a magnifying glass, basically. Somebody up there, with yeah, a giant magnifying a pair of glasses, and they're yeah. trying to, they're shining it on all the little ants, aren't they? To... But that's basically what, it, and apparently, it's, it sits on top of this um, plane that no one, no one knows about this plane yet. Because this plane can drop down from spatial orbit into 
a normal orbit, so it can go into space and it can drop back down again. It's no one knows about it. But I'll show you the pictures. They may be doctored, they may be fake, but from what I've seen, it looks convincing to me. Well, I'll show, I'll send one back to you because I've got a, a ray of light that I took at Bamborough Castle many years ago. Uh, and it was God's own ray of light coming down and just hitting the water in front of Bamborough Castle. And, uh, of course, it's a bit doctored, but, uh, you know, it's a ray of light and it looks stunning. Absolutely, yeah, amazing. God's ray of light. So, uh, yeah, again, never believe a photograph, I'm afraid, because I would have maybe 30, 40 years ago have believed a photograph that was taken on film and then printed straight from the film. That you could you could still doctor them even then you know double that yeah. and things like that, but they were more legitimate. Nowadays, you can't you just cannot trust a photograph. Well, it, it's inadmissible in court, isn't it? Because they know that it can be doctored. Even even film footage now has got to be severely documented to make it admissible. So you can't even film something. Yeah. You know that's but, not admissible evidence, which used to be at one time, you know, in court, but not anymore. Well, I'm I'm a hundred percent agree with you, but for me, that sold it was the eyewitness reports, the people that lived in Maui. Yeah, yeah. That's that the, the state. It's been on. It's on. It's been on Google News, and it's been on um, uh, Elon Musk sets because Elon Musk doesn't censor any. Well, we think he doesn't censor we anything. We, yeah, we wouldn't like to say, would we? We wouldn't like to put an X on it. Excuse the pun, <laughs> um, but. The, these, if you get a chance, go and, go and try and find them out. I'll try and share them on my socials, but I'll send you the pictures, Mark. And obviously, you can you, you being the photographer. You well, know. I'm looking at it now as we as we speak. Oh, you found it, haven't you? I've got it up this TikTok beam of light. Yeah, there's one on there. Yeah, three days ago. Well, it's quite a severe beam of light. It's not like my God's ray of light. Because yeah. I thought that looked fake. I thought it looked fake. That. It looks, it looks like uh, a laser beam, doesn't it? Yeah, that, yeah. So that with the eyewitness report, apparently one of the eye—well, not apparently because I, I saw it. The eyewitness report video said it was so loud. This this beam of light came with a noise, and it it was deafening. Well, I've just gone on Fact Checker, and it's News Fact Checker. And it says, claimed lasers attack led to deadly wildfires. In fact, viral images are of unrelated events from 2018. One image is most likely of a cold weather phenomenon after a meteor strike in Michigan, while the other is of a SpaceX rocket launch in the same year. So <laughs> it's not a beam of light coming down, according to the, the fact checker. It's actually one of them is a, a, record, a, a rocket going off. So... Who knows what's going on? Exactly. Well, it could be it could be a double sigh up then. Could be a double sigh up, but it's interesting either way. It, yeah, there's, there's fifty five people dead to so far, uh, which is yeah, it's terrible when you think it's, it, a, it's a trap. And if, if someone is mani manipulating events to better themselves and that they create the causing loss of life, then they just want shooting. Just, yeah, it's just this. It, it's just this. What's interesting is the buying up land situation yeah i think it was a, this this news checker ran a reverse image search which led to the artist china report 
Uh, Ostachina report dated May 23rd, 2018, headlined in the absence of foggy images from a SpaceX launch on Tuesday are stunning. And it looks like a, a literally does look like a laser beam going up and straight up. So, you know, that's a SpaceX launch. So who knows whether Elon's put that on himself for a laugh. He could have. He knew what Elon's like. That's a good giggle, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. But, um, speaking of, um, do you want to finish off what you were, sorry, what you were talking about, Harry Kane? Oh, yes. Well, just saying, you know, one of the most expensive players in the world now, just transferred to Germany, isn't he? Oh, Bayern Munich, is it? Is that yeah, and all, and all the... Uh, well, he only came on and played, in the, I think, in the second half. But all the the papers now are concerned that uh, the British papers that he's now, uh, he, I think, his wife's pregnant and she's going to have a, if she has a little boy and he starts playing football, he'll actually be able to play for Germany. Oh no! Oh, because it'll be <laughs> it'll be dual nationality, won't it? Oh dear! And I thought if that is all you've got to worry about, goodness <laughs> knows, God help. <laughs> Yeah, or whatever God's out there helping us or not helping us. Well, I was just, I was just about before I had to shoot off. I was just about. It's nice that we can agree to disagree, Mark, and that we don't always have to have the same opinions. It's really, it's really refreshing. Yeah, well, that's what it's about, isn't it? You know? Absolutely, that's what that's what this podcast was meant for. That we can show other people how to have a intelligent debate. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Try and get as intelligent as I possibly can. Absolutely. So, um, I, I've completed the script, as you as you well know. Um, yes. I've uh, completed the pitch deck. That's done. Well done. Uh, and I've sent it out to an actor for one of the lead roles. Yeah. Uh, an Indian, British Indian actor, who's just, I think, has finished his stint in Emmerdale over 12 years. Right. I'm not going to go into much more detail. And he's um, got he sent a, him the copy of the script direct to him or his, his agent? No, direct to him and he's got back. Oh, right. He actually personally emailed me. I was shocked. I was in uh, Aldi or Morrison's, I can't remember. And I showed my girlfriend. I was like, look, look, he's actually emailed me. And I got all excited. Um, so I'm not going to reveal names. but No, so. no, don't. Keep that under your hat. So that's exciting times. I today I have emailed two or three agencies seeking representation because I'm, I'm going to try and crack, crack on with it now. Uh, I've sent them the pitch deck and the script because I think comedy is coming back in a big way. So if I'm going to crack it, now's the time. Yeah, yeah. And is he, he just keen in, in being in the part? He's not putting up any money to be executive producer or anything like that then oh no well um, he's not he hasn't got back to me yet so no news is good news i'd imagine he's taking his time in going over all because there's a lot of material to go over yeah with the pitch deck and the script uh there's like this nearly 50 pages in total obviously he'll want to before he attaches his name to it he'll want to um you know Fine tooth came with, I imagine. Very good. So that was a bit of positive news amongst all the the crap that we've had to deal with this last three weeks. Well, I'm in the process of of, of self taping auditions for four short films that are coming up. Oh, wow. So uh, it's hopefully, if they all come off, it'll be quite a little busy period. I've got some filming to do at the start of next week for a, a friend. 
uh, doing her showreel for her, which my, my son and uh, his girlfriend are going to come and help with. Lovely. So, uh, that's going to be nice, having them home for a week, hopefully, if they can manage a week. And um, and then, yeah, I'm just fingers crossed for one part that I'm auditioning for. I really hope I get it because uh, it's uh, filming in Cyprus for a week. Oh, lovely. Is it, is it, is it Mamma Mia 3? It could work. I can't say anything. <laughs> Top secret. Oh, lovely. Top secret. But uh, yeah, if I can get that, that would be lovely. So, uh, and then if I get another one, it's filming in uh, Wolverhampton. <laughs> so, I you know, I'm, the highs and the lows. I think I prefer Wolverhampton more. <laughs> well, exactly. I didn't say which was high and which was low, did I, really? <laughs> well, no, it's. Um... to be Wolverhampton for a week, guy. <laughs> <laughs> right, Joe. Oh, I'll be great. <laughs> sorry, Brummies. Sorry, Brummies. Sorry, Brummies. Sorry, sorry, oh, sorry to all our baby listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's been super, super busy. We are going to try our best, Mark, aren't we, to do ads every Absolutely. week? <laughs> Absolutely. We've got to try. It's, uh, it, it is difficult when, you, when you're all over the place. I mean, I'm. Couldn't see my mum tomorrow for a couple of days because not seen her for a while. So it's uh, a couple of days up north. Yeah, I'm going to go and see her in Lancashire, uh, and then <clears throat> I'm going to get back and sort my son out with one thing or another, and then go and pick up my other son, and then be busy for the three or four days next week. And oh yeah, all sorts of stuff. So, so we'll have to play it by ear by the sounds of it. Yeah, soon. next week could be. Oh, hopefully by Friday it should have quietened down. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, we we were supposed to be going to see my dad and stepmom this weekend, but the uh, car had other ideas. So, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, just to let the DVLA know, I have declared it sold. <laughs> Good. Excellent. I've just got I've just got to cancel my um, insurance, and we'll do that tomorrow before it goes oh, to scrap. If, if it's still um, on the road, yeah, don't cancel it if it's still out on the road. No, well, <laughs> it's, it's it's actually uh, it's on your driveway, isn't it? On my driveway, but do I need to cancel it if it's got to go to the scrapyard? I will cancel it. Well, when it gets to the scrapyard, you never know. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll cancel it, but um, when it's at the scrapyard, then so yeah. it's still, it's, it is technically on the road, isn't it? Still, it so is. yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, that's uh, that's that for tonight. So thank you, Mark, for that. It's welcome, and welcome. that's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from him. And we shall see you all very soon. Goodbye, all. Bye. Bye.